0: I think today there's more and more technology out there and there's a lot of players in the industry. Every time you deliver a project, the reward is amazing. We're not in a marathon business here, we're in a sprint (laughs) business.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Theatre Art Live podcast sponsored by Harlequin Floors, world leader in floors, stage systems, and studio equipment for the performing arts. The Theatre Art Life Podcast puts the spotlight on those who create live entertainment around the world, the culture creators, the backstage masters. My name is Anna Aguilera. And my name is Anna Rob. and today we're talking to Daniel Jean from Moment Factory. For the past 20 years, Daniel has worked at the heart of Montreal-based studio Moment Factory. This home base within a major hub of digital production has placed him right at the intersection of creative and technical innovation and allowed him to take part in some of the most game-changing developments in multimedia entertainment across different contexts. As a producer, Daniel Jean works closely with clients, engaging them in a collaborative discussion about the vision, feasibility and logistics of the project. As a former video director, he specialises in going the extra mile to deliver impressive multimedia experiences. Daniel has worked with some of Moment Factory's high-profile clients, including Cirque du Soleil, Arcade Fire, Billie Eilish, Muse, Childish Gambino, Halsey, Imagine Dragons, Tiesto, Celine Dion, and the NBA, to name a few. Daniel's vision of entertainment and passion for his work allows him to push the boundaries every day. His diplomacy and genuine care for each detail related to the project help builds long-lasting relationships with clients and collaborators within a constantly evolving industry has continually sought out the new ideas and new formats that are changing the way the audiences relate to music. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you. I know Moment Factory and Anna knows Moment Factory and most people in entertainment know Moment Factory for their work but for some people in our audience who are say theatre-based practitioners may not be aware of what Moment Factory is or what they do. So can you tell us a little bit to begin with what Moment Factory is and what they do?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Moment Factory is a constant evolving multimedia studio. I think I, I put up a constant evolving in these days because I've just been there for 20 years and I see it constantly evolving and trying to reinvent uh, themselves. But our mission is to bring people together. And this is why our slogan is we do it in public. And uh, at the core of the company, uh, we have our DNA. And our DNA was to create video content that led us to storytelling, stage design, lighting design, interactive, for example. And our work can be seen as semi-permanent installations, but also, uh, uh, as we say in French, FMR uh, experiences like a concert or a brand activation. Uh, we also um, do uh, big events like uh, the Olympics. On the permanent installations, we'll be involved in theme parks, public spaces, museum, airports, and we also have our format experience. One of them is called the Lumina, which is a series of uh, magical night walks set in 15 different different cities around the world, and Aura, which is based is a mapping show based on um, patrimonial. Buildings, architecture around the world, like churches, so it's it's very wide, you know, everywhere that there's multimedia and storytelling. I think we you know you, you can count on on moment Factory to develop something custom made or yeah yeah, basically so we, everywhere, everything everywhere <laughs> yeah, I think you know it's for us it's 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 always been a challenge because we we get so inspired by a site. That, you know, putting a context and trying to tell a story, you know, brings us ideas where we just want to take this site and, and create something new. And then, you know, our work is seen from, from many different angles and clients always reach out to us to, with new kinds of ideas. So, yeah, we, we can be, uh, we're always interested to, uh, to see how we can, you know, bring our storytelling to different places
1: so when you're when a client approaches you what's the creative process like that with you and the team because obviously the range is very wide and they'll come to you with an idea what's what's the step when once they arrive on your doorstep
0: it's it's a very good question and I don't think I have the ultimate answer uh, I think it really depends on the, cl- the clients and as you said we have a, a wide range of clients and within all these different sectors, we it can range from carte blanche, like you know, can I say that in English? A carte blanche. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like a <laughs> a, a, bl- a, bl- a blank a blank piece of
0: paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, to like a very specific needs uh, for the music industry, perhaps I would say that the process is a bit different th- a bit different than the rest of the factory, uh, where indeed considered artists. But when we work with an artist like Billy Eilish or any other artist, well, she or he he is the artist. So the creative process is a bit different. Uh, We have to factor in that the performing artists and the music is what needs to be enhanced on stage. And every artist is different. So we can go from blank of, you know, white paper to like very precise needs. So for us, it gives us like we have to be flexible. We have to be adaptable. We have to really understand what is the need and contextualize it and make sure that our teams are aware of these processes. And then uh, we also build teams around it. So some projects, you know, for, for the same scope, you'll have 10 people, but the other one, you'll have 15 people because there's going to be also collaborators on board. So I'd say that every project is kind of similar but very different on how we're going to craft our team to meet the client's expectations.
1: So with somebody like Billie Eilish, is, it, do you, is, is that the core? You start with the music and you start ideating content from the music that she presents or like, is that how it works?
0: Yeah, in the music in general, it's album cycle. A little bit less today, because you know a lot of artists will pull out singles and they have like these these one night performance. But let's say in a tour mode, uh, in an album cycle, there's there's the music coming. sometimes Billy art artists will come up with like uh, certain guidelines of what they would love to to have on stage. Sometimes it could be to integrate a music video also. So it, it really depends on on what is the context around, and that's you know that's the music industry, but uh, when we come up with when you when you go uh, more into a a museum or an airport, uh, it, it's a totally uh, different process.
1: How is the process different in an airport and things like that?
0: There's also you know for the music industry, it's really it's really a fast paced. So we'll we'll have like one week to like three to six months. When we work in permanent installations, perhaps airports, museums, public spaces, there's, you know, ahead of us, there's a construction, you know? And so all all of the site is getting imagined. It's getting, you know, the architectures are involved in the engineering. Sometimes we are also part of the whole process. And this is how also where you define... You know, what is the story that you want to tell? Perhaps when we worked at LAX at first and then we, you know, we we're involved in different airports, uh, the mandate was to bring back the romance of traveling. So starting from there, how do you capture people traveling in today's world today's world where everybody's busy and make sure they have time to 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 enjoy, you know, the time that they are in this public space and they can, they can have like some interaction with the screen. They can, they can dream about their next destination and, or even interact with people or the environment uh, around them. So, so that's a very different thinking. And it's also, you know, something that will last in time that would evolve through time. As per the concert industry, it's you know it's it, it could be like similar show every night, uh, depending on the artist or um, in the country they play in. So so there's different adaptations that we can do, but the show is re- relatively uh, the same. It's not meant to evolve uh, through time. When when we evolve, it means that it's a different tour, <laughs> it's a different album, it's a different set list. So this is how it gets we can make the differentiation.
1: I really like the idea of doing sort of art in public space like the airports because it is such a actually a captive audience really people are hanging out in the airport for two three hours at a time waiting for (laughs) waiting for the well in before the pandemic obviously before um, you know getting on an airplane so it's such an opportunity for art and things to be in those kind of spaces there should be more of it as a producer for moment factory what are what are your main like responsibilities and tasks and I, that might change obviously for what you've just said because it depends on the project but explain to people what a producer does
0: yeah the the producer world is pretty uh wide and i like to set it in a place where it's it's part of the team kind of feeling I'm not a big fan of our hierarchy. You know, in the end, I'm accountable for the success of our unit via our clients and internally, but also to make sure that our team is happy and meet their ambitions. So I'll be involved uh, in the business development uh, in a push or pull mode, uh, recruitment, risk mitigation, overseeing projects, but also when we deliver projects. It's important for me to understand the whole process and everyone's role uh, as possible personally my background is technical so i've been you know i understand uh the technical aspect of put, putting a, a concert and i mentioned concert because that's mainly what i'm focusing focusing right now in the in the company and and working with such creative people throughout two decades now almost also gave me like maybe a, a an eye on the creative and, and uh, always, it's always not, the, uh, I can't say battle, but it's always, how do you blend creative, technical and make it, make it viable for the project. So it's been, it's been the challenge of my career and my everyday life to make sure that, you know, we can be innovative on, on technical side of things. And make sure we push the boundaries creatively, and make all that fit in in a budget, in a timeline, and to have a happy client. So that's kind of producer role on, you know, how's, how I see it, how I, uh, I wear, uh, you know, how I how I do it, I guess.
1: And now a moment for our sponsor, the Theatre Art Life podcast is proud to be sponsored by Harlequin. Harlequin is the world leader in floors, stage systems and studio equipment for the performing arts. Established in the UK over 40 years ago, Harlequin is the preferred performance floor for the world's most prestigious dance and performing arts companies, theatres and schools, from the Royal Opera House to the Bolshoi Theatre, the New York City Ballet to the Royal New Zealand Ballet. Harlequin's experience and reputation are founded on the development, manufacture and supply of a range of high-quality sprung and vinyl floors specifically designed for dance and the performing arts. Backed by an engineering team and independent research, Harlequin also designs, builds and refurbishes stages working with stage engineers and theatre consultants in leading venues across the world. Harlequin is the global leader in its field with offices in Europe, the Americas and Asia-Pacific. Find out more at harlequinfloors.com, H-A-R-L-E-Q-U-I-N-floors.com.
0: So I wanted to ask about uh, technology, and you were saying that there's different kind of projects, so I guess the technology you guys use will depend on the project, but it is changing so fast, and so how do you guys keep up with that? How do you choose what's the best technology for a project? From our DNA, we always played with technology, and uh, you know, in fact, we developed through through the last twelve, fifteen years softwares to to enable us to to use interactivity in this case. So we we had our own uh, playback uh, software named Exagora, and through that, you know, we we were about you know it was about solving our problems. I think today there's more and more technology out there and there's a lot of players in the industry. So for us, we have dedicated teams that will look into, uh, you know, everybody also shares in the company, like we have, we're using this platform called Slack. So a lot of people will share these new technologies that are out there in the market. And that relates to our technology and how we can blend it together, how we can hijack technologies to create new effects new ways of uh, displaying multimedia or new ways to really the idea is to always surprise people so by i think by combining technology this is how you you get a lot of results we have an innovation team we have an r&d team so there's a lot of laboratory labor laboratories can I say <laughs> sometimes I'm losing a couple of words. Uh, yeah, so there's you know, these all these workshops, prototypes, and laboratoire that we'll do to you know, see see how we can use these different technologies. We have a couple of partnerships also uh, out there, a partnership with these guys in terms of uh, video playback software that does so many tricks. A lot of technology partners are also reaching out to us to try their technology. Some of them we were developing uh, with them too. because I think we have such a wide range of activities from what I said earlier into the public spaces, to retail, museum, theme parks, so that, you know, knowing all the needs of the industry or how we can come up with really innovative uh, ideas in all these different sectors, knowing that we have these technology, these partners. We, and that we're able to test it and, and push the boundaries with them uh, really enables us to uh, come up I think with you know fresh ideas.
1: And particularly what's the creative process for developing content like I mean at the core of what of a lot of Moment Factory stuff is is the content that you might see in in the space so for those people who don't really work in that realm of media generation like that how do how do is there a a team who brainstorm is it a is it a storyboarding how does it how does it work
0: so we we, you know on top of the project we'll always have a creative director that oversees the project working with him we will have a content director or we often call it a multimedia director so so this this director working with the creative director will take like the Objective and the overall guidelines of the project and we'll come up with uh some sort of mood board uh for the video content so we'll explore you know what what kind of look and feel what kind of aesthetic we're looking for so we'll we'll also do some sort of paste uh we in the concert we call it the show flow so we'll have a you know an idea of like okay now this we're like in this mountain feel going, you know, to this kind of sky feel down to the ocean and then we're gonna go from this color to this color to this color. So as soon as we have a good idea of what kind of you know mood board and flow, general flow for it. So if it's a show we'll have a a flow. If it's a if it's just different tableaus we'll we'll also have a you know some sort of different uh, mood for it. And and I think you mentioned it. We'll, we'll go into a storyboard, really more in details, going to the design phase, and then uh, once and th- these all have gates with the clients. So you know the mood board. The mood board phase will have a gate. See, make sure we're in the right direction, and then we'll start the design. Going, you know, from from the storyboarding, also have a gate, and then we'll start uh, the animation. Uh, we also do a lot of um, uh, shoot shoots for uh, real world uh, action <laughs> uh, in studios. So We'll incorporate that also in our uh, content. What's key also when we deliver a project? Because as good as you can be with all the previous tools, uh, when you all you, you go into the room and you have all the equipment and you, you're you're assembling everything, there's always something that you haven't seen, you know, and there's always a desire to push the boundaries and, and you know, make things as sharp as possible. So we always leave ourselves days and weeks, sometimes months to integrate the content and adapt it to the environment, to the story, to make it as sharp as possible.
1: No, that's really interesting because uh, I, I like the idea of you taking the time in the space to work on the content as well, because you, like you know, when you go into a space, it could look so different to the once it's in that environment than what you envisaged it to be. So digging into that is kind of tying the loose ends, so to speak, I guess, in terms of the, the concept. So that's that's really good. I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but. When you're going from permanent installations to interactive exhibitions and and concerts and theatre, I think you have a, at the core of it, you're doing different projects, but is it the same kind of approach in terms of the team's philosophy on, on your process internally and how you work through that creative process? Or do you go, okay, this is a really different project, it's a different sort of team and it's a different sort of group of people? How does that work internally when you're talking about approaching do you have the theme park team and the concert team or are you jumping from one genre to the other
0: yeah we are we are indeed in different teams. uh i I think the um you know the the short-term project is like we need to react really fast and we need to be all multidisciplinary we don't have uh we can't render uh, videos during three days. It needs to go out really fast. So we have indeed a theme for the theme park industry. We have a team uh, we call cities, and these are involved in all the public spaces genre. Uh, we have a, a team called narrative where we really uh, dive into more the history and what the storytelling based on, on history, like muse- museums, for example. Um, the format team, which is also a team that are you know a different business model and for these for those we are involved you know in a, in the IP and uh, you know those are our own private uh, proprietary and partnerships so so yes and and for for i I think a lot of people will also help you know other um, other teams. Some people will want to change uh, teams across their their uh, their evolution in the company. So and uh, so say, okay, now uh, I would like to do concerts. Okay, cool, let's do concerts together. And it's you know I think one thing that we are very blessed is that we have so many different you know talent here, dif- different type of talent from so many different cultures. So it's very interesting to see somebody coming from Europe. To join uh, the team park, but they have done cons. The person had done concert before, so and then you know, just they just bring a different uh, expertise to the team and fresh ideas. It's always uh, it's always fun.
1: Is there sort of sort of off book? Is there like kind of is there projects that you will or will not take, or like is there stuff that people come in? And you're like, yeah, that's not for us. In terms of being a moment factory project and. Or are you always trying to take in new, you know, new ideas or new approaches or new sort of genres if, if people turn up to Moment Factory and say, hey, I want you to help
0: us? Sometimes we are asking ourselves the same questions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think ultimately, like it, the project needs some, some people will come to us for execution. And we, for us, it's really important that we are involved creatively. I think that's kind of one gate. After there's some that are ethical, some that are political projects. I think for us, you know, it's always the same vision and mission. It's, you know, we want we want people to gather to live collective emotions. And we do it you know, we do it in the real world also. And lately, uh since the pandemic, it has been Challenging our motto of we do it in public like oh we're now being asked to do things online, wait, but that doesn't bring people together but yes they, that brings people together, but virtually, oh, what do we do about that so so we you know that's been challenging uh challenging for us in the last uh the last two years, and I think you know the hybrid concert is you know is something new for us where we're not only assembling or designing a show uh, for people in a venue but also people that will be at home so it's it's something to be considered for us but w- we're sticking it to it you know we're 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 doing things for people in the real world and we're not excluding at all a version of it to be online and why not mix both and trying to make an amazing experience for people at home as well as people in the audience. But I, I personally feel that it's better in the audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think most people who work in live entertainment want everything to be back in the, in the public space for sure.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I don't know if um, everyone wants to be back in public, but certainly most of us, many of us, it, it's been
0: quite an interesting time. <laughs> but, but I like the idea of, taking it on and, you know, working with this hybrid idea and how much can we push it on the virtual side and then how much can we do in person and then how that's moving. Because I feel that's the way it's going right now. with the current reality. Yeah, it's it's really a current reality. And I think a lot of the tech companies are developing technologies in order to, to connect people together. Uh, and what I'm saying that is that you know hybrid what does that mean okay i can i can watch a, a music festival online but you know in the future you're going to be able to be immersed in that visualization you're going to have at home with a headset and you're going to be able to connect with people that are on site that are your friends or you're going to be able to meet first and talk to them and give virtual life files and so it, you know that tech companies are coming up with you know, uh, solutions to enable the this data to be available for people, and and also the all the producers and promoters are looking into these technologies to give to the public, to give access, to to have a wider crowd. So it, it's you know, for us, it's a, sometimes it's a bit scary, but it's yeah, it's something that we have to look, consider, and work with them to find solution to make it like really a uh, an experience that, you know, still gives goosebumps.
1: Yeah, that's the challenge, right? It needs mm-hmm. to be special in that realm. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to have the virtual team and then the live team working on the same project. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us what's it, what's it, for you personally, you've been with Moment Factory for twenty years and, and so obviously you love the job. What what for you is the best part about your your role, your job?
0: I think it's the reward. Every time you deliver a project it, the reward is amazing uh you know sometimes you you have a hundred attendees, but sometimes you have fifty thousand attendees so that that reward for this hard work that you're doing every day every week is is really uh is something that i'm personally really uh i drive through uh that drives me i should say and throughout all of these years also to have meet such amazing talent from all these different backgrounds and culture. It is a family in the end. I think we're, you know, we we're all spending a lot of time together and we're facing very sometimes very hard situations and we're just helping each other out. And I think the key is really to to stay humble and to really make it a collaboration to To be able to deliver innovative projects.
1: And if you could change one thing about your job or the industry, what would it be?
0: Oh, <laughs> I only see one answer. Um, uh, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm mostly involved in the music industry, but it would be like, can, can we get more than like a one-day notice? <laughs> or it's, <laughs> it's such an industry that, you know, a lot of things get decided last minute, whether they're going to perform at the late night show, at an award ceremony, or hey, I'm going on tour in two months. If there was one thing I would change, to get more time to be more prepared. Um, but you know, on the other side, we, we're we've been uh, doing that for so many so many years now. We're we're always prepared for that, and I think that that drives us also that gives us uh, some adrenaline some sprints we're not in a marathon business here we're in a sprint business
1: (laughs) and i think when you've got to render stuff you know like that's always the time isn't it so you've got to (laughs) factor in the render time and sending it it's crazy you got to call up billy eilish and say i need more lead time girl
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that that we don't have any power and there's all the artists they have a, an agenda that is just impossible they have so many things on their agenda uh, yeah mm. so works. yeah i
1: guess the in terms of sort of going on tour or going to a late night show concert or something like that they're not necessarily thinking at the forefront of what's my content going to be right so
0: they care they care but uh you know it's 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 all questions of presenting it at the right time. It needs to be ready, and, and there's a lot of things that influence also their artistic. The, you know, every, everything gets decided. There's new factor in new new project, a new a new product launch, a new this, a new that. So there's a there's a there's a lot of inspiration also coming from them, and uh, yeah, we just need to be uh, prepared. And come up with the best ideas in the world all the time.
1: And that's amazing. I think that's a perfect way to finish the podcast. Daniel Jean, thank you so much for joining Theatre at Life today. We really uh, you know appreciate you spending time with us and also learning about your job and Moment Factory. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Theatre at Life is a global media site for entertainment. Memberships start at only thirty eight US dollars per year.